Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic, what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I am John Laredo, your host. Welcome to the show. So today is a quickie, but a goodie. This is a study. I want to start with a study that was uh, done a long time ago, back in 1971, the year I was born. Uh, and it was a Stanford University study. And what they were trying to do was figure out the social uh, the uh, uh, effects of role playing and putting people in different situations. In essence, did how we treat certain people change their behavior, their emotions, their mindset, their actions, everything. And putting people in different circumstances where they were treated differently, did it have a different outcome? My guess is you might know where this is going. But this experiment, which was under major scrutiny afterwards, now keep in mind, this was back 50 years ago. Uh, they took a group of participants and divided them randomly into two groups. One were prisoners and the other were guards. So they were brought in, unbeknownst to them, that they were going to participate in this study that had to do with would the effect be different? And would guards, people that were guards in this experiment, start to take on the behaviors and the attitudes and the actions of guards and would the prisoners start to take on the behaviors and the attitudes and actions of prisoners? And what they found was pretty alarming. So they had an even randomly distribution and they found uh, that even after a day, this was a designed to be go over several weeks, even after a day, the results were pretty dramatic. The guards and they were the guards were given uh, uh, mirrored sunglasses, so there was no eye contact. And uh, they were told they could not physically abuse the prisoners or anything like that. They couldn't touch them. But they, uh, the interesting thing is the guards became very quickly more um, antagonistic. And the prisoners became very uh, depressed. They felt uh, and acted m just like a prisoner would. Uh, even though this was a simulated experiment, they started to each develop the attributes of the person that they were being treated as. And it got so bad over the course of the next few days, they had to stop the experiment after six days because the guards in this experiment were truly treating the prisoners and, and acting way out of line in being almost abusive. Uh, and the point with this experiment is that it is fascinating and this experiment can really open the doors to some great leadership in a very very positive way the bottom line is what people don't realize oftentimes is we adapt to how we are treated and it started way as a kid you know as a kid when our parents or teachers or other people treated us in a way that was 
overly positive, maybe more so than we really deserved. In other words, they treated us as though we had capabilities that we really didn't have or that we had intelligence that we felt like we didn't have. We were smarter than we thought we had. Maybe they put us into a group, an elevated advanced placement class that we didn't necessarily feel like we qualified for. We tend to perform the way other people treat us. We perform at that level that they treat us. So what I, th- I find a lot of times with leaders is they lose this opportunity to develop people in a masterful way. If I have somebody on my team that is at a certain level of capability and I treat him or her in a way where they don't have the ability to exercise the talent and the skill that they have. So in other words, if I'm overly micromanaging or I'm just not giving them the freedom or the room to make decisions, I'm not empowering them, ultimately they start to shrink. And you see this, and I see this all the time in organizations. On the other hand, I see leaders that when they treat somebody, and sometimes unjustifiably so, in a way that the person has more capabilities and more um, uh, uh, intelligence, or they, they put them in a position where they're really able to do more than maybe they're even qualified to do, it is amazing at how many people rise to the occasion. And I constantly see great leaders give their people stretch assignments. Sometimes they don't even tell them it's a stretch assignment. They just put it in their hands with a ton of confidence that they can get it done. And I found this a lot too with myself as a leader. I remember certain situations. I had a a person who was one of my leaders uh, that was on my team and would come to me constantly for direction that I would give this person. So this individual was very smart, very talented, but he felt the need to come to me and ask my opinion on stuff. And I just out of knee-jerk reaction would give opinion. Or, hey, what should I do in this situation? Here's what you should do. And finally, one day, I started to change the question. I said, well, what would you do? If I was not here, what would you do? Well, I would do this. More times than not, I found that he was spot on and right aligned with what I was thinking. In some cases, his ideas were better than what I had thought. And I even pointed that out. I said, you know what? I wouldn't even suggest that, but that I would have suggested something totally different, but that is even a better idea. Go with it. And what I found, I learned a valuable lesson. And what I started to do with that individual is I started to put him in charge of things that he probably didn't have the confidence to do uh, or the uh, experience to really handle. But you know what? And sometimes, yes, sometimes there were mistakes. Sometimes there were setbacks and failures. But more times than not, that person succeeded. Not only in a in a in an expected way, but sometimes went far and above what was expected and did a great job with it. And I found his rate of growth was phenomenal after that. And as I started to do more and more of that. So my message to you out there is as leaders, and again, we are all leaders. Everybody, everybody who's listening to this is a leader. You are influencing yourself. You're also influencing other people. You have the ability to influence people around you, whether you're in a formal leadership role or not. So don't kid yourself and say you're not a leader because you don't have a title. You do. You are a leader. Uh, If you take this upon yourself to treat other people the way that you want them to be, not how they are, but the person that you want them to be, it is amazing at how oftentimes they start to become that person. 
Okay, if I, and I, it's interesting, I read a story and I, I'm struggling to remember who this was. Uh, oh, I know who this was. This was a good friend of mine, Terry McMahon. Uh, Terry uh, was um, a, a leader, a very successful leader in, a, um, in a, a great, great organization that he built, very successful leader. And I remember him telling this story about somebody who worked for him that was late all the time, all the time and developed a nickname around it. And it used to frustrate him so much until the one day Terry started addressing him as on time Hank, whatever, changed the nickname. And he just started to treat him as though he was on time all the time. He's like, yeah, you're on time. You're always on time. He just started to change the whole mentality around this guy who was habitually late and started to treat him as somebody who was on time all the time, so much on time that he just went overboard to label him as a guy that was on time all the time. And before you know it, guess what? The guy started to be on time all the time. It was amazing. So my point is, it is incredible. And if you've never done this before, uh, test this theory out. Treat people the way that you want them to be. Treat them as the leader that you want them and expect them to be. Not who they are, but who you want to them to grow into and become. And you will help facilitate that. You will expedite that. You will accelerate that growth. It is unbelievably effective. So a uh, quick episode today, quick thought. Uh, I like doing the short episodes, right? I've gotten feedback from a lot of you. You like this podcast because sometimes there are five minutes, eight minutes, nine minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Uh, that's what I got for you today. And I will give you more good stuff if you stay tuned. I got another episode coming up in the next day or so. So uh, as always, I appreciate your feedback and your thoughts and ideas on topics, suggestions, uh, guests on this show. I've got a lot of great guests coming up. As always, like, share, subscribe, and go down below. Give a five-star review. Greatly appreciate that, and we'll see you next time. As always, bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. For suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching, reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.